Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Zion takes it away. Up to the oh my goodness gracious. Joe, what are we seeing? We are seeing a superstar in the making right now. This is Durden Sprague. Here comes the snap. Going for two. Jefferson the throw. He's got a man caught. Rashad Dominion on a beautiful little wheel route out of the backfield. Gets the two-point conversion to make it 55-53 here in the third overtime. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Dick's ready. Snap back the throw. Pressure comes. Throws it. Caught. Touchdown! Touchdown! Dick score! Chase Carter, Chase Carter. But how about a job by Bo Nix with heavy pressure in his face? Dirt and spray gone 1080. The fan. Welcome into this hot corner edition of Dirt and Spray. Patrick Harris alongside Joe Fisher with Jason Swigard on the ones and twos. Thank you so much for joining us. What's up? Happy Thursday, Thursday, yeah. man. This uh, I'm glad it's Thursday. Me too, dude. I'm looking forward to a big old nap later today. Oh and man, then going into the New Year's weekend. Yeah, uh, Saturday. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think I'm just gonna <laughs> sleep all day. You're already stretching <clears throat> like six oh one. You're like, wait, nap? I can already, I can already feel that. Uh, yesterday, I decided to take a little. Mm. Uh, Take a little cat nap. You guys are soft, man. I, well, what is the what is the average weekly nap total for dirt and spray? I'm sure for Swigart it's zero. Zero, yeah. No, there there might have to be one today. Cause last night the we started the game that we were supposed to have at seven tipped off at seven twenty. And so I was uh we got out of there at Liberty about ten thirty last night. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, it's hey, it's LSI week, baby. It's right? LSI week. You deserve an pilots tonight. You get Dusty Hare on the call of the semifinals with Rashad tonight. Ooh, don't turn me on like that. It's Let's early. Go. My guy Rashad on the call. Love it. Uh, I uh, looked around at my desk yesterday, and nobody was really paying attention to me at all. So I just covertly shut my eyes for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> and I shut my eyes for ten minutes, and then somebody said. Hey, Patrick, you okay over there? And I turned and I was like, yeah, why? What's up? And they're like, well, you haven't moved in a little bit and your uh, your computer screens are off. So I'd accidentally fallen asleep. <laughs> oh, long everything enough. went into sleep <laughs> everything mode. Everything went into sleep mode. So I got busted. Uh, that'll that'll happen. Yes. I got busted. That'll happen. Yeah, that's every time we, uh, you know, it's always good to put guys in other people's shoes and appreciate what they uh just what they need to deal with. Yeah, and I stayed up later last night than I should have been, even though I really That's the toughest really part. To go the to bed. discipline when it's just when you're just you don't have something you gotta do. <laughs> right. 
to be able to, because there was great stuff on all night last night. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Ducks uh, uh, come back there in the Holiday Bowl, but that was still over around nine. It was yeah, it was done before that. Like yeah, eight thirty. I tried to go to bed there. at eight thirty, and I don't think I fell asleep till like nine forty-five. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a night owl, man. These uh, yeah, it's that's tough. the toughest part. I traditionally have been a night owl. I love, <laughs> you know. Uh, Eight o'clock comes day. around, and I'm like, let's. All right, you got to wake up. Dirt's start probably the best uh, at the, it the of the three 50. of us. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, one, he he needs sleep. Like he hasn't learned to operate on four, <laughs> minimal five, sleep. Minimal sleep <laughs> sounds like a privileged kid. <laughs> I need so, my eight hours. Sprague doesn't sleep, so he's used to it. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten that vibe from Sprague. Like yeah. sometimes doing uh, producing the show, he's texting me at like ten thirty what audio to get, and I'm just yep. like, oh, "Hey, it, I'm still up. If you're still up, so uh, well, yeah. I guess the, kid, do- the kids will do that to you. Kids yeah, will do that to you. True. So we're waiting for uh, whenever we uh, whenever little Smudge enters the world. Uh, <laughs> the Smudge. In due time, well, in due time. Uh, then he's going to have to learn how to operate on uh, on minimal sleep. See, I need my sleep as well around things. Like, I'm really surprised with doing this show in the morning that I'm not in bed by seven o'clock. You are a great cat napper. Like, I, I feel like I've caught you many times. I show up to the studio and you're somewhere just non nopper, quick 20, <laughs> 30. And I'm like. It is an art form that I wish I could do. It takes me for forever sure. to get to sleep. Oh, yeah. Like, and then when be, I'm out, I'm out for like two hours. Yeah, I'd have to be dead ass tired to fall asleep like how Patrick does when he's taking his naps. You know, just, yeah, feet up on the desk, kind of oh. hoodie over the head. And just I wish conked. I could just go, okay, I'm just going to, you know, shut my eyes, boom, knock out 20 minutes or whatever pop back up and you're refreshed and usually if i take like a midday nap and then i'm then i'm groggy for a little while when i wake up and it's like no i can't just pick up and go so it's i'm better off to find a way to meander through it stay awake is there anything better than like untimed naps where you can just nap roulette yeah just take a nap when it's like you don't have a certain time. You have to like, all right, 45 minutes, maybe just an hour. Like, no, I'm just going to pass out here, whatever hour. I do nap is. roulette on Saturday and Sundays all the time. <laughs> it's like 1 o'clock, and I go down, and it's like, I don't care when I get up. There are days there are when, times I, when I've woken up yeah. at like 4 o'clock, and Those I was are... asleep for three hours. <laughs> you're like, this is not a good thing. And you're like, I don't know if I should be yeah. proud or embarrassed Yeah, right so now. then I just start <laughs> drinking so I can go to bed at a certain, at a normal time. <laughs> I like that uh, extended no. sleep thing. I'm, uh... There will be probably on Monday... <clears throat> That Rose Bowl has the potential to uh, to just make me drowsy. Oh yeah, you mean you mean you mean Penn State doesn't look as awesome as you think it does? Yeah, I, I think by the time we get there, Utah's yeah. prolific offense. Two o'clock on Monday when we all have the holiday. I was gonna say, are are we? Is everybody off on Monday? Monday is, this... is a holiday. You will hear the Rose Bowl right here on these uh, airwaves. Observe observation. And I don't day, know baby. what the morning. I think it's the Cotton Bowl that's before it. So yeah. Who's in the Cotton Bowl? I yes. Is yeah, that yeah. Uh, is that Tulane in USC? Yes, it is. That is a good call. It is Tulane in USC. So there you go. We'll get a Pac-12 doubleheader to round out bowl weekend right here. What do we got today? Oh, that's right. We got the Sark Bowl. Get the Sark, Sark Bowl. Bowl tonight. Yeah. Florida State, Oklahoma could actually be decent. Florida State's 13? Where did I? 
I guess I missed that. Oh, yeah, I'm too busy not watching the crappy ACC. Yeah, the crappy <laughs> ACC. Well, last time I saw them, they were barely skating by Florida in their rivalry game. So yeah. that's why that thirteen. And I just watched Florida well. State get Florida get Florida blown State out. got better all season long. Got yeah. I will say that. And then yeah, early in the year they had a game against. Uh, gosh, was it Notre Dame or something? Um, LSU. That was a really good one too. But um, man, bowl season. This is like, I felt like it last night. That this is kind of where bowl season starts to take a turn into the better matchups, without a doubt. Yeah, you had a lot more uh, power five teams in action. Yeah, the last two the last two weeks, I have just not really been besides my beloved Bahamas Bowl. I've not really been invested. <laughs> the in only thing season. I got excited about was Coastal Carolina and East Carolina's bowl game the other yeah, day. You were saying that yeah. because those guys they cared. And they, like, hated each other. And they were playing high energy, and the crowd was going nuts. Outside of that, man, oof. If I wasn't doing this show, I don't know if I would have watched last night's like, game. You'd be hard-pressed to find me watching the Myrtle Beach Bowl between Marshall and UConn. Yeah, well, right. Like Kansas-Arkansas game got fun. <laughs> yeah. And I and I, I had, and that, I had yeah. no interest and no business watching that. And I see? looked at the score oh, in the wow. fourth quarter. I looked at the score in the fourth quarter with, like, ten minutes to go, and I was like, that's why I'm not watching this game. <laughs> and then Because boom. it was like they were up by, like, 30. Two touchdowns in the last 90 seconds and a two-point conversion. What killed me about that, I was like – kind of keeping tabs on on Twitter, and then I saw the final after. I'm like, wow, what a game. And then I saw the records. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Kansas 6-7? and seven. I, I thought they were... I guess that's a good season for Kansas. Well, but then, like, Arkansas, that gave them the 7-6 and six year, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, I guess this is a bowl game, but, I mean, this... My, my dad and I were talking about this. The whole 6-6 six and six team in bowl games, like... Well, I, I forgot know. about I this. Just, well, I was, I was filling in on primetime because Voldemort left. And I was producing primetime for a couple weeks in a row. Coincidentally, I was out of a job. Remember what I said? Like, anytime I'm out of a job, this place needs me, which is kind of great. And Rob keeps talking about how Kansas keeps winning. And they're covering spreads and all this all this. They were garbage. a cover machine this they year. They were a cover machine. And I remember being like, wow, Kansas is actually pretty good. And then I did the same thing, Joe. I looked up and I was like, Kansas is 6-6? Six and six. Oh boy. Did they start 6-0 and oh and finish the season 0-6? Oh yeah, they lost six of their last seven games. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Boom. They, their, their schedule was backloaded. <laughs> My God. That's why I was like looking at this game. I was like, Arkansas? I don't even know the coach of Arkansas. I'm not watching this trash. Oh, gosh. What's his name, Swag? Turned out to be a good game. Oh, now it. They this did a big old me. feature on him at yeah. the beginning of the year for ESPN, and they hyped him up last year. He had been year. a long time kind of assistant around and finally got his opportunity and injected some life into our Kansas into head Pig coach. Suey. Our Kansas. Sam Pittman. There, there you go. There you go. Thank you. Sam Pittman. Boy, he looks like a college football coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely belongs in SEC. Country. Right out of central casting. <laughs> Drawl and everything. He's from El Reno, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, he looks like he's got an accent. Yep. I was going to say, though. you look like you have an accent? Yes. <laughs> well, well, Swagger, earlier you asked, like, is there any audio needed? And speaking of accents, I wanted to see if in the system, 
we have Derek Carr's fake country accent anywhere when he like for a year or two for some reason <laughs> had some just, talking had some sort of twang and is like sorry I'm just here trying to throw po- football in the post game press conference it was or in the post game interviews like after they win games he would be I'm real proud of our guys out there uh, and I was like are you from Bakersfield like that's <laughs> you're I, from Cali bro <laughs> I was like I don't think that's how they talk in Bakersfield but sure. Like when Brian Kelly all of a sudden had a Cajun accent. Exactly. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know if he's concussed or uh, if that's normally how he talks. Well, Aaron Rodgers did that one time, too, after a game, and it had, like, a twang. He was like, my name got all twisted up. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah, you, like, listen to too much country music, and all of a sudden you Im- embody the the stereotypes. Hey, Green Bay, man. I swear to you that Ed Orgeron did not sound like what he sounds like now. Before he was at LSU, <laughs> or go Tigers. Is that just what happens when you like? Yeah, he's end like, up in Louisiana. No, he did. He no. Well, I know, I know he did, but not not like I can't jump to He can go go Tigers. I think he, you know, he did <laughs> amp it up a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I remember him at USC. Like, it was now big, he doesn't speak English. I like, remember he just rambles. him at USC. It was like this guy does not fit USC no, at all. No, like, as like, far as a head, he's code. like fat and seems slobbery, and he's like, oh, so I'm gonna go get SEC. these kids. But I hear you. It was go like, Tigers. yeah. But then he got to LSU, and he just saw don't go Tigers. Like, wow, I can really amp this thing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can really be the person I've always <laughs> wanted to be. Yeah. It was, um, man, bowl season, it, it's here. And uh, I know it's yeah. been here for a couple weeks, but last night, that was the first, like, all right, it's about to crank into uh, into some big games. Yeah, here. we had two games that were crazy last night. Uh, yeah, so we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we will get into the Holiday Bowl and the Ducks uh, defeating North Carolina. We'll kind of break down that game. We'll get to that in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, we've got uh, we've got Ken Barkley, our BetQL insider, at 8 o'clock uh, to get you degenerates lined up for the weekend. We'll talk NFL and obviously the college football playoff as well. Thursday night football tonight, the Sark Bowl. we got a lot to get to, and we'll get to... Uh, some NFL action. A quarterback is no longer playing, and he's not even active anymore. What's going on in Vegas? We'll start there. This is the Hot Corner Edition of Dern Sprague on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 617 here, Portland Sports Leader. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. 
lots of NFL to get to this hour before we get into some college football uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. And the story that's hitting the waves that everybody's got something to say. You know, before we get really get into this, I swear in the NFL, we sure make a big deal about quarterbacks that get benched for crappy teams. Like, why do I care if Derek Carr is getting benched? I don't think with Derek Carr or without Derek Carr, this team is winning any games. So why is it a big deal that Derek Carr is getting benched on a team that sucks? Well, I mean, he's been there since 2014, right? It's not a matter of... I get it. I get it. But it's just like, it's like let's make this a huge flipping deal because Derek Carr's getting benched. I'm like, I don't, you know, it's like when Alex Rodriguez wins MVPs in Texas. I don't care. With or without him, those Texas teams were garbage. Well, Derek Carr and me and Jeff Russ were talking about this. And it kind of goes back to the conversation we had yesterday about, like, who you watch at what times. To me, Derek Carr is a good quarterback. To me, I think he kind of sucks. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, I don't know if it's I, – I also think that he Are is – Are we watching Cam Ward again? <laughs> right. I also just think that he is a great leader for your locker room. Like, I think he is exactly what you want in a quarterback mm-hmm. when it comes to – leading your team. I mean, look at their team last year. Yeah. With Gruden, everything that happened to him, and then uh, was it Henry Ruggs ended up going mm-hmm. to jail. Like, it was a pretty ridiculous year. And when you have to name a new head coach halfway through the year, there's got to be somewhere, and I'm sure they had a lot of leaders, but you got to look to your quarterback to, like, steer the ship in those times. No team is better at choosing interim head coaches than the Raiders. <laughs> they they, do it so they choose interim head coaches and then these guys do things that have never been done for them before and the next year they're like, nah, we're not going to hire you. We're going to go hire somebody else and get back to sucking. Well, again, like, so then... Is this all on Derek Carr? <laughs> no, not at all. Again, no, this like, team is not good. Right, so I mean, you, you look at what they did last year with a team that was on fire. Yeah. And then it's like, all and right, it seemed a little more have, like ragtag, yeah, you know, like, like kind of just making things happen. Kind of a team of destiny in a mm-hmm. sense, like no one believes in us. Everybody sees how dysfunctional it is. And like, well, let's show them. Well, it's like this year, okay, you got a new head coach and you not only does the team suck, but Derek Carr sucks again. Yeah. And look at his like career, man. Rookie year, sophomore year. Okay. Decent numbers. And then he pops off and everyone's like, man, he could be a potential MVP. Gets injured. Goes back to sucking, has sort of a resurgence last year, and then goes back to it's like been such a roller coaster for him in his tenure for Oakland. And it's like you almost don't know the true Derek Carr on the field because he has just been so inconsistent. You know what it is? Derek Carr is the next Alex Smith. That's what it is. Derek Carr's had like eight head coaches in his career at Oakland and Vegas. Like, he never has a head coach. There's never any stability. He's always learning new systems. Sometimes he's good. Sometimes he sucks. And then he's going to go to Kansas City like Alex Smith did and actually look like a real quarterback. But he's probably going to go somewhere like the Jets, and they're going to draft somebody because Zach Wilson sucks. And right before Derek Carr is ready to win a Super Bowl, they're going to cut him and let the kid play like they did Mahomes to Alex Smith. Yeah, you just, is, that, is that how this story is going to go? Well, dude, you just blew my mind on that. Like, I had to go back and look. Six head coaches in his career. Yeah, dude. That, you, can't, you can't do anything about that. You can't do anything with that. 
Well, it goes to... And your current coach is Josh McDaniels. Like, did we ever think this was going to be a good idea? Yeah, I don't know why they... I mean, total Raider move thinking that, oh, no, yeah, it'll work out for us. Yeah. It's... Honestly, I like Derek Carr. Like I said, I think he is a great locker room leader, and he's had his moments where when he looks good, he looks like a top 10 quarterback in this league, but sure. his bad is like... His bad's real bad. <laughs> last weekend, for example. It was hilarious. So I was talking to Jeff Rust as soon as the... The news broke yesterday, and talking about him, I'm like, dude, I like him. I think he's good. And Jeff's like, no. no. And then <laughs> I went and checked the. I was like, man, maybe I'm missing something. And I definitely did not see the box score from the Steelers Raiders game over the weekend. How he <laughs> threw three picks and they only scored. And I was like, oh yeah. I, I told Jeff, I was like, yeah. Guess I missed that stat line. And again, it's just like those are moments where you're in a playoff race, and I know the Raiders do suck, but at that point, you're six and eight. You win, you're seven and eight. You're right in there right for the wild there. card. You go to Pittsburgh, who again is great, great defense, but on a great offensive team. Again, they only put up 13 points, and you go out and put that performance. That I could totally see the Raiders just being like, you know what, Derek, thank you for everything you've done. We're shutting you down to keep you healthy for the trade market. Let's figure something out. Let's do something different here. And that is what they're doing. Like, yeah. the man is not even suiting up. He's not even going to be on the sidelines. Yeah, he's listed like, as, like, inactive, personal. When you, be- you, bench well, your quor- you bench your quarterback, and the only way you can get away with benching your bad playing quarterback is to make sure they don't show up? No, this is uh, protecting him against injury no, because I, they owe him $40 million bucks if if he gets hurt, even at practice. I understand that, but it's like... He needs. He's going to be away from the team to not create a distraction. Oh, that's a dis- just, no. The can... distraction. The distraction is how you play on the field is offensive to me as a sports <laughs> fan. That is the distraction. Well, and that's why I have such a hard time believing that Derek Carr just sucks. All just of a sucks all of a sudden. Well, it's the same who with knows, like, man, dude? Russell Wilson sucks. Well, again, that's why this year has been very like this NFL season. And I'm going to ask Ken Barkley about it from his angle, like. This has just been a weird year to me, and Derek Carr was, I, I wouldn't say great last year, but he was good. He led his team to the playoffs. Remember, and now walk, he, remember he, walking into the season where we were like, the AFC West might be the most loaded division I've ever seen in the history of football. Right. And two of those teams are garbage, and, and, are absolute garbage. And he got his running mate, Devontae Adams, from college where they just set records on fire at Fresno State. Right? It's like... Going into this, I was really excited for the Raiders. I wanted to see some great things for them, and it just, besides Josh Jacobs, nothing has really worked out for them at all this year. No, no. And I hear you, man. It's like, with this and Russell Wilson falling off, it's like, I just have a hard time believing that quarterbacks who were good a year ago just (laughs) suck now. Just all of a sudden are trash? Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not buying it. I don't know, man. I mean, they just fired in Denver their head coach. Josh McDaniel has been fired twice in his career. I know that he lo- uh, lost the Denver job. Almost took that Colts job and then decided <laughs> to go back to New England. Maybe the Colts are happy that he didn't take that. But, I, again, I hope Derek Carr just ends up in a situation with a offensive-minded head coach mm. that isn't Josh McDaniels. <laughs> right. And can really take advantage of his skill set because you look at, you know, like Baker Mayfield. He's been in L.A. for two games and they put up 50 points in one of them. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look terrible, does he? So it's all it's all fit quarterback uh, coach and, you know, 
uh, offensive coordinator, and I, I like Derek Carr, so I hope he ends up in the right situation. Where, what is the right situation for Derek Carr? There are a ton of teams that are going to need quarterbacks. Yeah. And the Raiders are going to, as this texter points out, <laughs> 503-250-1080, the Raiders are going to release him. Yeah. They're going to cut bait and try to get that, try to condense as much dead cap money as they possibly can. So he's going to have his pick. Well, hell, and man, if, uh, you know. Places that need quarterbacks. Tennessee, Colts, Commanders, Colts, Jets. Well, hell, man, <laughs> those two teams traded for Carson Wentz and sent some draft picks. Don't what if the in- <laughs> Raiders trade for Carson Wentz? What yeah. if we add more draft picks to the bounty of Carson Wentz? I swear to God, if Carson Wentz like goes off in these last two games and gets himself another contract. Well, right? yeah, I mean, and this is the other thing. Like, this is why... This is why this has to be a Josh McDaniels thing, that he just doesn't like Derek Carr. Because who is going to be better off in the next four years of this breakup? Derek Carr or the Raiders? You're telling me that without Derek Carr, you think you're going to be better? Hey, and if you are, then serve me up the biggest plate of Without a doubt. Have, I will right? eat it in front of people. You know, I will do this on national television. You cannot tell me. That the Raiders sit there and go, you know what? You know what our problem is? Derek Carr. If we get rid of him, Super Bowl, baby. But I do understand it's the whole, uh, you you keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. Right. right? Like, how many years can you run Derek Carr out there? You have to build a team very specifically around him to not just get to the playoffs, win a Super Bowl. (laughs) So where's the best spot for him? Man, I mean... It's hard to say. We're in week 17 of the current season, right? Like, who knows what these teams are going to look like after the draft, where the draft positioning are or is for some of these teams. I mean, hell, who knows what Seattle does, right, with Geno Smith? who uh, uh, We're looking at, like you mentioned, Titans. Ooh, Derek Carr in Seattle? Tannehill, they're kind of in the same spot with him. Tannehill sucks, and I don't think Malik Willis is any good. But some of these teams, again, like Titans, I said Commanders, Colts, are you going to go from – a Matt Ryan, a Carson Wentz, a Ryan Tannehill to a Derek Carr. That seems like a pretty lateral, if not, <laughs> you know, in some instances, worse You move. just said you think Derek Carr is good and just said him and Tannehill is lateral. I would rather have Carr. But again, it's not like you're getting... <laughs> well, yeah, I would rather have Carr, too. It's not like it's a, oh, for sure, Carr is. You know, like, <laughs> landslide better. It's just... You know, Matt Ryan, again, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league at a moment. MVP. I love Matty Ice. You know, so, like, he's obviously fallen off and is going to probably retire. It's like, do you go from that to a Derek Carr who's just a slightly younger Matt Ryan at this point? You know, (laughs) Slightly younger, less talented Matt Ryan? Yeah, like, Matt Ryan in his prime is better than Derek Carr in his prime. Without a doubt. Matt Ryan has an MVP and he's been to a Super Bowl. So, I think... Honest, sadly enough, I think he probably ends up going to a team that sucks and is desperate for just having a competent starting quarterback. Houston. I mean, they might end up actually getting a rookie uh, with their number one overall pick. They'll yeah, that's need true. to. So. That's true. And then you play him right away. So, All right. Well, <sighs> good luck, Derek Carr. Honestly, good luck, like Derek said, Carr. I pray that he ends up in the right situation. I, I like him. I think he's a great guy. But <laughs> some text in Carta, Indianapolis to be the next abject failure. Yeah, that would be a mess. <laughs> that would be a mess. Yeah, and uh, I will give some love to Derek Carr because this means that I am even closer to Josh McDaniels getting fired, which there's something about Josh McDaniels failing that just makes this little heart churn. And the Raiders go 12-4 and four <laughs> in Josh McDaniels' second Super year. Super Bowl favorites. Excuse me, 13-4. and 13-4 in Josh McDaniels' <laughs> coach of the year. All right, when we come back, I want to stick in the NFL. There is another quarterback. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Who's also not playing that great, but this team's on the verge of going to the playoffs. We'll get to that next. Feeling like moving my feet. 503-250-1080, that is the fan text line. That'll let you interact with us uh, throughout the entire show. I do like this text. I don't think Carr would play for the Texans after they ruined his brother. Yeah. That is true. They did kill him. Did he get sacked like 70 times his rookie year? Like there, 73 times or something? There's one of my all-time favorite commercials. All-time favorite commercials for anything, not just for sports. It's an ESPN commercial, and it's for the draft. And it's got David Carr, and it's like... You see his face like it's you're like you're the linebacker looking at him. All right. And he walks up to the line of scrimmage and he starts pointing, doing the signal calls and doing the Peyton Manning thing. And then he goes under center to snap the ball and it cuts back to the normal television view of a play. And you see they have digitally removed the entire offensive line for (laughs) David Carr. And it's just him under center and these defenders getting ready to get after him. And it says, the NFL draft on Thursday. What does your team need? <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And poor David Carr. He did die. They killed him. The crazy Confirmed th- he is dead. The crazy thing about that graphic is it was a real picture. And no Photoshop <laughs> was done. Yeah, David Carr has the first and third most uh, sacks, sacks in the season. season. Yeah, 76 and then 68. God. Yeah. Um, and yeah... I- I think Derek Carr might might suck, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. Unfortunately for me. Um, People, I was, it's like, it's this thing that for some reason, everybody really, really wanted Derek Carr to be good. I, dude, he, I, he's a good dude. He, right? Okay, that's awesome. He killed it at Fresno State. I know a lot of great dudes. There's not a lot of Raider quarterbacks who have done <clears throat> good after like getting drafted from the Raiders. Understood. So, I, Silver Black, baby. Understood. He's a good guy, but like, there's a lot of good guys in the league. Marcus Mariota seems like a good guy. Not very good NFL quarterback. He got hey, he shouldn't have gotten uh, dealt how he did in uh, Atlanta. Okay, he should still be starting. Taysom Hill seems like an okay dude. <laughs> well, yeah. Kind of sucks as an NFL quarterback. Mormon, probably the nicest dude in the NFL. Right? Like that's just <laughs> how things go. Um, and but like the people want Derek Carr to be good so bad. So bad, I don't understand why. Well, there's definitely, there comes a point of reality where 
every <clears throat> every person has to say with like a certain athlete like okay yeah they do suck or yeah they're great happened to me with the spurs when they beat the heat i finally admitted i'm like okay yeah they're good like i don't hate you anymore <laughs> it they're took just... four titles for <laughs> me to say, for yeah. you to say Listen, four titles and beating lebron for I, you to say they're good i am not as reactionary on things as some folks like they when, beat lebron twice in I know. the finals but when uh like like when zach wilson got benched earlier this everyone's like ah he's done in new york and i'm like i mean he's still on the roster he could still play one more game and he did and he sucked and now he's officially done in new york yeah but it's like <clears throat> I, I guess i just have a hard time like totally just jumping off the bandwagon after a couple bad performances i mean we do this quarterbacks all the time yeah that's after true. the first year or two they're like bust they suck yeah like two josh, games in josh allen sucks you're dude, like i don't know that guy's a top five in the NFL. yeah he is the like quintessential example of that i mean Tua to an extent yeah yet he's not nearly as better as josh allen Tua but, was left for dead there for a little bit yeah see man what i did I there mean, see what i did there i mean <laughs> hopefully they're not doing a weekend at bernie's thing right now he is okay you you read me over the break. I know we're completely tangenting right now, but I don't care. Uh, you told me over the break this stat on Derek Carr. Would you please share that again? Because yes. there's something that I think we missed in this stat, but continue, please. Yeah, so I was like, all right, well, let's let's see the career stats. Does Derek, Derek Carr. Carr actually suck? Yeah, and so he got into the league 2014, been here since, uh, yeah, 2014, 2022. So I was like, Second round pick, I believe. Yeah. I think he's first overall in the second round. Um, don't remember the position, but yeah, second round for sure. So I'm like, all right, most thrown interceptions between 2014 to 2022. Um, by the way, if you haven't used statmuse.com, absolutely amazing. Oh, I yeah? Could, okay. Literally, I could just type in most thrown interceptions between 2014 to 20, and it gave me. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey. Amazing. And unfortunately, Derek Carr is third on that list <laughs> with 99 interceptions behind one dude who's retired. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's what we totally missed. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is on that list. And he hasn't played in two, three years. And Matt Ryan, who's not going to play <laughs> after this season. So, essentially, Derek Carr, the only competent um, working quarterback as of, you know, yesterday at the moment. And this is the other thing. You know who's fourth on that list? <laughs> Jameis Winston with 96 interceptions, and he threw 30 <laughs> in one season. year. So things are he not. He doesn't even start all the time. Things are not boding well for me defending uh, Derek Carr. But fifth on that last, Matthew Stafford. I'm pretty sure that guy's got a Super Bowl ring, huh? Yeah, Matthew Stafford, though, will always and forever be his own case. It, it's funny, though, when you look at this list. A lot of gunslinger mentality. Yeah, like, it's we're we're Winston's... smoking Jay Cutler on that list. <laughs> I think he was he was retired by like eighteen or nineteen or something. Yeah, like that, that is but, true. I mean, Matt Stafford, Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins, Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton. Like Dude, those are dudes that just sling it. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, so. Derek Carr, he may suck. <laughs> there might be a reality that Derek Carr kind of sucks. But I'm gonna pull the the classic radio trope. We'll see. Oh, okay. Awesome, Joe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, yeah. He hasn't had the right situation. Yeah, yet. yeah, and Tennessee's <laughs> going to do it for him. I know it. Honestly, when I looked at NFL teams, because I had to refresh my memory of what teams there were in the league, two teams that kind of stood out to me, the Patriots 
in the Saints. The Saints. I was just about to say the Saints could use themselves a quarterback. Speaking of guys on that list. Unfortunately, <laughs> though, for the Saints, their head coach is Dennis Allen, and that was his first head coach that he had for four games. Oh, that's he got, right. He got that's fired. right. Dennis Allen was a coach at the Raiders. He, he went like eight and twenty-eight or something in two plus seasons. What if what if it was what if the sample size was so small that he doesn't remember who Dennis Allen is? <laughs> what if he goes and plays for the, the Saints, Saints and he's like Somebody says, so what's it like being reunited with your former coach? I was like, who? What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> who? What are you talking about? Oh, man. Again, best of luck, Derek Carr. Um, man, you've thrown a lot of interceptions over your career. What <laughs> I thought. That sucks. Yeah, dude, he kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, this, this texter asked this question. If I'm having Colts, a coming to Jesus moment right now. If with you're Derek the Colts, Carr. Commanders, Titans, etc., do you go after Derek Carr or Jimmy G? And, like, Jimmy G has injury problems, but... I'm pretty sure Jimmy G doesn't suck. You know what I mean? You might not love Jimmy G, but I think the stats right there are kind of telling me that Derek Carr might suck. I'll take I'll take I'll take the injury concerns and I'll take Jimmy G over Derek Carr Damn all day. <laughs> because Derek Carr is not on a list with Philip Rivers and Jameis Winston. Yeah, the text line is <clears throat> um... Matt Ryan's on that list because he throws 90% of the time. Right. That's they were, why he's on that they were list. hucking the ball a lot. Always hucking the ball. He always has, always will. Oof. And his last few years in Atlanta were not great. So I said the Patriots, someone texted in on the text line, 503-250-1080. He and Mac Jones had almost identical touchdown interceptions last season. And you're, if you're in New England right now, would you rather have Mac Jones or Derek Carr as your I think I'd rather have Derek Carr. Yeah, I think so, too. And, again, that's a team that's in Dang, one of those. We just, we just took a big shot at Mac Jones. That's one of those teams that's in a middle-of-the-road position where it's like we're not bad enough where we're going to have a top pick at one of these rookies coming in. We're not good enough to where we need to say, like, no, we're winning games with him at quarterback. Let's yeah. stick with it. Like, you are middle-of-the-road, and quite frankly, Mac Jones – He's lucky that Zach Wilson's in the division <laughs> taking as much attention as he has this year because Mac Jones is maybe worse than Zach Wilson. Mac times. Jones also has the benefit of a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator. Right. Because so that's a storyline in itself. I, I mean, I think that Derek Carr, who he is, I think he would be great in New England play, playing-wise. Again, we'll see. The jury, to me, <laughs> the is jury still, is out still out on Derek Carr, all right? Uh, okay. Six head coaches. I did not know that before today. Yeah, dude. All right. That, that it's, is It's Alex Smith, man. That's preposterous. It's Alex Smith. And look what happened. As soon as he got a competent offensive head coach. Andy Reid. He looked real good. Now, he just got replaced by the by the wonder kid. Now Kansas City, you know, ended up doing a lot better once they got a better quarterback. Yeah, yeah. But Alex Smith was pretty good in Kansas City. Yeah. He's pretty good. Well, Derek Carr, you were fun at times and... Drove people crazy, and best of luck next year with whatever team you're on. Rest in peace, Derek Carr. <laughs> All right, when we come back, I do want to slide over to this other quarterback who also kind of sucks but gets a, a longer leash. We'll do that next. Hot Corner edition of Dern Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Well, I've done it, Joe. I found an easy way to rile people up when it comes to NFL quarterback talk. Just mention Jimmy Garoppolo. If you, if you mention Jimmy G, people will lose their ass. Yeah, text line is, uh, yeah, some people, I mean, someone makes a great point, though. Jimmy G isn't on that list because his team doesn't let him throw the ball. Yeah, they. I find it so fascinating how much people hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. I mean, he's he is one of the more perplexing quarterbacks in the league, too, because 
anytime you start to jump on that bandwagon, he makes a throw in a game. You're just like, what in God's name? It's because he's pretty. Why? It's because he's pretty. And then the next drive, they're clicking on all cylinders, move down the field, bam, bam, hits a guy, hits a guy, looks amazing. You're just like, uh, okay. Yeah, you see Jimmy Garoppolo make that terrible throw, and then all of a sudden he's in the Super Bowl. But you know what that comes down to? Hmm. Coach, situation scheme do you think he's doing what he's doing anywhere else without kyle shanahan jimmy garoppolo has only had two coaches bill belichick and kyle shanahan think about that yeah uh someone also texted in jimmy g has an an air average of 4.3 yards and never had more air yards than yards after catch <laughs> that is that he relies is on his receivers to get over half his yards he will suck outside of the perfect check down dump off system. And yeah, that texture's absolutely right. When it comes to Yak, the 49ers are amazing. Like Stupid. George Kittle, every catch he has, he seems like he's adding an extra 10 to 15 yards. Debo Samuel as well. So I get it. I I totally believe that texture and that his numbers are inflated because you have a lot of really good players. C- Christian McCaffrey, you throw him a dump pass at the line of scrimmage, he somehow ends up 25 yards downfield. That is true. That's not because of Jimmy G. That's because you had a right play, the right scheme, and you got the play or the ball to your playmakers. Plain and simple. I guess I just I guess the real question that I that I'm curious about before before we move on, because I do want to talk about this other old guy, is what is it about Jimmy G that makes him so polarizing? What is it about him as a quarterback that just gets people riled up? Well, I think that San Francisco is one of those teams. I mean, they are a legendary team. Is that what it is? It's because he sometimes has talent and sometimes doesn't, but he plays for that brand. I believe so. Yeah, I think it's like a Dak Prescott thing. Like everyone has an opinion on Dak Prescott because he plays for the Cowboys. Jimmy G's in subway commercials, bro. Like dating porn stars. I think that was like a charity thing. I know it was. I just like saying it. Yeah, I believe that's a story on that. (laughs) For For the kids. For for Jimmy G's for the children. Um, But. I think it's because a he's at the San Francisco 49ers and they are good. Yeah, you know, they're they, great. They they win, and the way that they win, <laughs> it's just a lot of people are like, okay, you won, Jimmy G, you did this in the game, you guys keep winning. It's it's a very confusing like, how is a team this good for this long and consistently, in this type of uh, NFL and this type of football mm-hmm. in modern day, how is a team doing this with a quarterback like that? Right. And again, it just goes down to scheme, fit, co- like that's why I'm just not completely out on Derek Hart. It's like, dude, he was gr- he was great last year. Like yeah. he's had moments, flashes You've of seen it. greatness. You yeah, just so need someone to keep pulling it out of him. Get him in the right spot. Get him in the right scheme, coach, fit. Maybe he plays to his potential finally, you know? Yeah, it's but mention it with Alex Smith, man. It's like when you have that many coaches, coordinators, it can be tough to finally find that stability to where you're comfortable. Totally. And And by the time Alex Smith finally got a stable core, a stable coach in Jim Harbaugh, he was benched for Colin Kaepernick. Right. So it's you're like, man, I can't catch a break. (laughs) I can't catch a break here at all. Uh, Another quarterback that I do feel is is. Interesting that will always get a free pass. Who I think is playing really rough football right now, yet somehow his team is going to make the playoffs. And that's that. That's all TB12 and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This team. So what's interesting? Who is in a more? Who is in a bigger mess right now? 
post winning a Super Bowl? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the L.A. Rams? Because I know the Rams are like hot, hot garbage right now, but the Bucks with that much talent are not very good. And I think it starts mostly with Tom. I wouldn't say it starts with Tom. I mean, that offensive line got is like, it's not the same as it was in right. the last couple of years. They've lost guys because of retirement and injury. I think that the Rams are in a worse spot because uh, that's a great question because I look at the Rams and it's just like, dude, you've depleted your assets over the years to get that Super Bowl last year. <clears throat> so now it's catching up to you. Yeah. Like it worked, right? You got it paid off, but now you are, you are reaping the, or not reaping the benefits, the repercussions mm-hmm. of that. And you're now going to go into an off season where you don't have a lot of flexibility and you essentially have to run it back with what you have. Tampa Bay they scare me because their ownership has always been kind of weird. The Glazers. Yeah. I watch a lot of Premier League football, man. I hate the Glazers. <laughs> One of my best friends, I was telling you in the break about him, he's a Miami fan, but mm. uh, a U fan, but he's a, U. Ta- he's a Tampa Bay fan as well. And it's very hard to hear him talk bad about his teams. Like, beginning of the year prediction, it's always Tampa Bay is going to be in the Super Bowl, regardless yeah. of what yeah. the situation is. The U's going all the way. The U's back. Yes, exactly. It's That's always the case. I have never heard him talk more um, despairingly or disparagingly about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than I have this year. He despises Todd Bowles. And, Mm. like, I had to finally take a look because he's like, every time they show him on the sideline, no reaction, no (laughs) clapping, nothing. Just looks mad. Just looking onto the field. He always looks really mad. And so enough, uh, sure enough, I start looking. I'm like, yeah, he really doesn't show any emotion at all and doesn't, like, I've never seen him talk on the sideline. And again, that offensive line is depleted. And you're going to be probably without Tom Brady. I'm thinking after this year. I don't think he comes back next year. No, no, no. I I don't think he can. I think he's got to be done. He wants to, but Tampa's got to start thinking about the future. They mortgaged all that with Tom Brady and started bringing in a bunch of old guys. Now they have, you know, they're always drafting at the end of the first round. And again, it worked. You got your Super Bowl. You got your Super Bowl. But at what point do you say, like, all right, cut our losses and we need to start rebuilding for the next go at it with someone who's not 46 next year. I know and and in today and in today's world especially in the NFL, I mean it's like this for all sports but especially in the NFL, nobody wants to commit to the rebuild. Everyone thinks they're like two pieces away from going on a deep playoff run and guess what Tampa, you're not. Well, you're yeah. not two pieces away and one of those pieces that you need might be a quarterback. Well, let's face it. In the NFL, like, there there are some players and coaches that probably keep it real and know who their teams are, but you can't go through the season like, yeah, our team sucks. We know that. Like, <laughs> everybody in the organization has to have that sense of false hope that we are just a couple pieces away. If this game goes a certain way, our season turn, like. Okay, there's a seven-year vet, okay, who's been a starter two of those years, okay? But well-respected, leader in the locker room. Mm -hmm. He's walking in, and he's looking around, and Davis Mills says to him, guys, we're going to win the division. We got this this year. And you're like, no, we're not. (laughs) You don't say it out loud. You're You're wrong. Trust me, you're not saying it out loud, but there are, again, there's enough guys that play football and have seen quarterbacks over the years that they're walking into a situation 
And I'm sure they're saying like, hey, this year I'm just putting on some good tape. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to make sure I put on some good tape, make yep. some money. You know, again, it's your whole, what is your why? What's your reason for suiting up and showing up to the stadium? Dallas. <laughs> in the front office, in the coaches, you cannot go and look at Davis Mills and be like, we're screwed. Yeah, but there's like, no way the GM of Houston is looking at that team going, man, if I can get one or two more pieces, we're going deep. Dude, I, I honestly, I would be surprised if uh less coaches in the or less gms in the league like thought like that really i think the majority of gms in the league are think they're close they have egos they think they're much better than they are and if we just had a couple gm more, like, of the browns or, or not of the browns of the bears is like yep guys were close I, oh especially the bears <laughs> yeah i forget his name but i remember seeing the press conference when they uh fired their last coach um, gosh, it's totally escaping me. The guy that was Matt all, Nagy, yeah, with all the motions and um, the Andy Reid disciple, right, right. When they canned him and hired their new coach, I just remember the owner and the GM, and that was just a terrible press conference. And I was like, <laughs> my God, good luck, Chicago. <laughs> but I, and that's what I'm saying is like, I think there is just the majority of GMs and owners in front office are delusional and think like, man, yeah, yeah, we may be one in twelve, but but. <laughs> you watch out. We're one draft pick and a free agent away from really making a deep run. And let's, I mean, and let's be real about the NFL. The margin of error is very, very thin. Case in point, look at the Vikings. They're what, twelve and three, and eleven of those wins are one possession games. So you're telling me they could be anywhere from twelve and three and one and fifteen? Yeah. If, if those eleven games all go the completely other way, <laughs> does that make the Vikings a bad team? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it does. We were talking about this yesterday. You are who your record is. We so. were talking about this yesterday. You guys were like, I kind of like the Packers against the Vikings in a playoff game. And it's not because you like the Packers. It's because you don't like Minnesota. That's all it is. Man, it's it's just the NFL is, it's funny like that. And like I said, that margin of error is so thin that you can be a Vikings or you can be a Texans. But I, I'm telling you, I think a lot of GMs feel that, Man, we had however many one-possession games. If those go a certain way and that guy played a certain way, man, we were a playoff team last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, if you're the GM of the Detroit Lions, you're you're feeling really good. Right. You're like, we're close. Yep, yep. But that's real. We can see that. That's like tangible. I, I think there's bottom feeder teams with GMs that feel like that too. Gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, when we come back, <clears throat> loaded second hour, I do want to get into some college football chatter as uh, we had some fantastic games yesterday. And uh, we'll start... With the Oregon Ducks, your Holiday Bowl champions, after a wild finish. We'll get into that next. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 